Welcome to the podcast, Leadership is the Conversation, a discussion with today's top business leaders on topics to keep busy professionals informed. Okay, one of the things I want to dive back into, we were talking about mentoring relationships and and the transfer of institutional knowledge from the grizzled veteran to the to the new young employee. In today's world, where we we have the hybrid work environment and the work from home, how do we approach the mentoring, which is basically a relationship, when we no longer have the immediate vehicle of proximity to encourage those um, those relationships? How do we replace that type of learning? Or can we? We absolutely can. Okay. I, I think it's possible. I think it needs to be more intentional. So let me use an analogy. We've all had the experience, listeners in, in included, you've all had the experience of getting really close to somebody at work. Um, you know, you develop a really good friendship because you see each other every day, day in and day out. I'm talking pre-COVID, right. you know, right when you when you went to the co- you went and got a cup of coffee, you met for lunch, and and then um, and then you went on to another position, or that person went on to another position, and most of the time those relationships blow apart because you realize there was just the convenience of seeing each other on a daily basis. But then there is the one person that you decided was a good enough friend that you wanted to keep connected. You wanted to stay connected. And that was an intentional act. Like, Hey, we don't work together anymore, but let's try to get together once a month for coffee, or let's try to get together at least regularly for dinner or right. right? We've all had that experience of prioritizing that connection because we realized that prior to making that intentional, it was just easy. Yeah. We have to find the, 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 a way to do the same thing with those kinds of experiences. So if you're a manager of a hybrid workforce and everybody's working from home and they're a bunch of claims folks, you have to create intentional opportunities for people to get together that is not massively agenda-driven. You know, maybe that's once a month we get on a what was your worst story <laughs> call. <laughs> or you pull together and say, hey, if you have... Um, if you get off a really tough call or a really difficult situation with somebody, you know, make sure it's institutionally okay to reach out to a peer and say, hey, have you ever had this happen? You know, can can we just FaceTime for 10 minutes about it has to be more intentional and we're not used to that, but right. we all know how to do it. Yeah, right. I think we've gotten used to what I would call accidental mentorship. And that is the cubicle right next to me. It's a great I, accident, term. I accidentally heard you deal with this particular claim. Let me let's go to coffee and let me talk about that. And we have to be much more intentional, Tom. Nowadays, use the technology that we have and not necessarily get lulled into, well, that's the way we've always done it. No, it's not mm-hmm. that it's a new world. Okay. We need to be intentionally saying, okay, here's the connection we need to make between the mentor and the, and the person that's being mentored. You know, it could be that you're in another state, you know, and yeah. I, I need to talk to you. I mean, you're in Chicago and yeah. I'm here in Indianapolis. Yeah. So I can still be a mentor of Mike's, you know, it's a more intentional type thing. Yep. Or making that ability to, to meet together, you know, let's meet halfway and have 
dinner as a team. Let's bring everybody together and then sit down and just have these conversations about, and you could set it up as informally, but formally, hey, right. why don't we talk about you know, a tough customer service call you had or sure. how do you handle this thing or this issue going on sure. right now? Have, have, any, have you handled a situation like this? So it's a great idea, Tom. But. It, well, there's, a, there's an awareness that I just had two awarenesses. Number one, Jim, great. That's great language. Accidental mentorship. I think we could develop a whole program on, you know, accidental versus intentional mentorship. The other thing is, um, we try to set up these relationships to preempt those kind of stressful things. Like, you know, you set up a mentorship and and the emphasis becomes, let me as a mentor tell you what you're probably going to encounter so that I can save you the stress and strain of encountering that unprepared. It's kind of the same thing we do for our kids, you know, in parenting. I'm going to try to save you from all the bad things that could happen. <laughs> so let me tell you what to do when, you, when you're out on the playground. And yet that's not where the best institutional knowledge gets transferred. Yeah. It gets transferred best when somebody skins their knees <laughs> and needs immediate support or help. Yeah. Right. And then somebody can come in and say, oh, God, yeah, absolutely. I had that happen. That happened to me like three years in, and here's what it looked like. And then you start to see those relationships really solidify. But it's not proactive. It's reactive. If I were going into the workforce today as a manager, especially if it were going to be a a type of position that required a ton of knowledge transfer, I would have two questions for anybody that reported to me once a week. Number one, tell me what your biggest success story was this week. What what did you really knock out of the park that I need to know about? Mm -hmm. Because you want acknowledgement for it. And you know what the second question is going to be. What was your biggest right. screw up? Right. <laughs> what do you wish, what situation as an adjuster do you wish you would have been more prepared walking into and what did that look like? So that I can be, again, intentionally on alert to that. I'm going to catch it if I'm sitting next to you, but I'm not going to catch it if you're remote. And by making it intentional and disciplined and routine, like once a week, you know you're going to get these two questions from me. Right. Would you knock out of the park? What do you wish you were better prepared for? We take the stigma out of talking about the stuff that is difficult. And is there any better vehicle for knowledge transfer than that? Yeah. So there's intentionality to it. Because I think it's a great point by both of you because you could also make it so structured that you take away that accidental piece of it. So now I know. So Tom's my mentor and here's the checklist. And then you take (laughs) away any of the spontaneity of it. The the true positive things of a mentorship it can yeah. be too too structured yeah, yeah. i think we've gotten kind of uh, it, what's interesting is i think uh again grizzled veterans we've gotten kind of lulled into the the way we've always done it okay mm-hmm. mentorship proteges have always been you know connected kind of in a relationship in a, a one office this whole thing about hybrid this whole thing about virtual didn't even exist when i was right. younger all right well, we got lulled into that. It almost looks like uh, we have been successful even in spite of ourselves. 
I may not be the best person in the world, but because I'm in the next cubicle, you are learning something from me. Yeah. Maybe because I'm not, don't, maybe I'm screwing up all the time. Yeah, uh, maybe you're but, learning what not to do. Right. <laughs> but, but in essence, now we are challenged as managers to really do things that are a little bit outside of our comfort zone. All right. right. The, the world is different now. We need to yeah. kind of make sure the methodology is going to connect with the goal. The goal is to have Rick and Jim connect with each yeah. other because he Rick wants to pass along his knowledge to Jim, you know. Yeah. Well, well Rick's in another state. How do we yeah. do that? Well, we have to look at technology, we have to look at okay, let's meet for lunch. Things we didn't have to do in the past. Yeah. Right. Well, and I'll go back to something Tom has talked about in the, you know, that you know, managers have two things that they have to to deal with daily. They have to deal with relationship and output. Yeah, relationships and results. Yeah, relationships and results. And, you know, we've always focused on on results, you know, as a, as a production manager, you know, whether it was the claims, the number of claims you handle or, you know, the days to close. It was always results-oriented. Now we have to focus on relationship. Yeah. Well, and Jim, you're right. The, the world has changed, and that's the bad news. For any of us. I mean, you know, sometimes the speed of change is just dizzying. But here's the good news, and it really is good news. The world's changing. People aren't. People are the same. Right. You know, we are still wired the same. There is still going to be uh, the best opportunity that you have to build a relationship through somebody else's vulnerability. Do you know, through I have the best opportunity to build a relationship by sharing my vulnerability, where I screwed up, what I wish I would have done better, what I wish I would have been more prepared for. Those conversations don't look any different today than they did prior to COVID. But the vehicle for having those conversations looks different. Right. You know, it's not going to happen over a cute wall. It yeah. is going to happen when I intentionally pick up the phone or make it safe for people that report to me to pick up the phone. And you don't have to call me as a manager you know, call up here. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'd call it in claims, dial a prayer. Yeah. I mean, know somebody that you got on the on the line that you can reach out to that's going to really be helpful for you in that situation because there's not one person here that hasn't experienced it. That's yeah, a great, great thought too, Tom, with the things like instant messaging. Now the folks, maybe you're not having that conversation of the cubicle, but you are talking to each other. I saw it a lot with frontline reps who would, yeah, I am each other immediately after a phone call. If I, Absolutely. Can you under, believe what just happened to me on the on this thing? And yeah, so, <laughs> so the technology is just changing, but it's still the same kind of cubicle relationship, but just with a different tool and technology now. But the point that you're both making, you and Jim, I, I think is great, is the intentional part is because Rick's right. As a manager, you get so involved in the day and day. The results, that's what you have to report right. to your bosses. That's what everybody's looking yeah. at. So to find that time to, hey, understand, I got to build a relationship with my team and I got to intentionally reach out and have those conversations, that's that's key. And I think it can get lost in your, just the minutia of doing your day job that yeah. you got to remember to build those relationships because that's the important part of leadership and, and management is building the relationships with your teams and building that comfort level and making sure everybody's feels safe to, to have those conversations with their boss. Oh, geez, I really had a tough yeah. call this time. It's not going to be a trouble thing. It's let's talk through it and, and make sure that, you know, we, how do we take this lesson and, and learn from it and, and develop? I mean, that's a huge part of leadership and, and, and mentoring.
Thank you, Mike, for a great conversation today. And be sure to join in our conversation at www.equisconsulting.com. And for additional information on the Property and Liability Resource Bureau, visit them at their site, plrb.org. All views expressed on this podcast are the opinions of the individual participants and do not necessarily represent the views of any organization, employer, or group.